Hey, this is Ronja Kaminski from the Pinpricks. Greetings from Germany, and you are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. You are listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor. What? The Freeform Rock Podcast with Mark Alden Taylor and nobody? No. Somebody. Me. Lee Gerstman. Why aren't I on that thing? I want recognition! Is everybody in? Is everybody in? Is everybody in? The ceremony is about to begin. Recently, I was on the internet and I saw a headline that read, New Skid Row Singer and New Single. I immediately checked out the new song, The Gang's All Here, and I was really excited because their new vocalist, Eric Gronwall, in my opinion, had a really strong and great vocal range. The song itself was also really fun and reminiscent to the vibe on the first Skid Row album. Skid Row has been opening up for the Scorpions in Las Vegas at the Zappos Theater. I caught the show on April 1st and I have to say I was really impressed and pleased and excited. The band sounded great, Eric's vocals were fantastic, the setlist was strong, and the crowd was digging it. I bumped into Scotty Hill after the show and spoke with him briefly, and he looked really enthused and happy. The following night, I went to see Foreigner at the Venetian, and I ran into Eric Gronwald, the new lead singer of Skid Row. I asked him if I could ask him a few questions on camera, and he very graciously agreed. I'm going to show you that interview right now that I shot in a crowded room on an iPhone. This is Liz Burke from Smartson Entertainment. I am with Eric Gromwall, the new lead singer of Skid Row. They have a brand new single, The Game's All Here. Yep. And a new album coming. October 14th. October 14th, new Skid Row album. Now, I'm a voice teacher, so I gotta ask you, what is the most challenging song to sing live for you? I would have to say, oh, it's a hard one. Because it's always a bit different when, when you're like rehearsing and when you're sound checking compared to being on stage and you have to entertain and you know you have to run around and sing. So, but I was, yeah, sorry. And you got the, the volume of the mic boosting. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. so loud on that It's stage. a bit different. So I would have to say living on a chain gang. I think oh, that's yeah. the, 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 the hardest one to really like find the pitch while also being energetic, you know? Did you have a formal audition with the band? Not really. No, they they cat. But uh, yeah, well, they saw me. We did a we did a tour together in the UK with my band Heat. So we were opening up for Skid Row, and the guys. Yeah, I guess they heard me a couple of nights when when we when we played. So that was kind of like the audition, I guess. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So you've been playing with the Scorpions. Yep. What's your favorite song to watch them? Wow. 
You know what? I haven't really listened that much to the to the new album, but I like the old stuff. I mean, I, I like the classic. The Anything classic give song. you chills? Yeah, I'm, I'm 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 a good friend with with Mickey as well, the drummer. So and he's Swedish, so we have a Swedish connection. Uh, yes. uh, but I actually opened up the Scorpions in Madrid with my band Heat a couple of years ago. So there, there's a connection. Um, yeah, but absolutely, I, I saw some of the songs last night, uh, and it's just amazing how they still sound that good, you know? Yes. And so um, many yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, if I sound that good when I'm 70, you know, I'm. <laughs> I'm very, I'm a very happy man. You know? Absolutely. Now, out of Scotty, Snake, and Rachel, the original guys, who's the toughest critic on you? Who's the one <laughs> that you're, you're most nervous around? Are they all I, pretty down down here? They are definitely down here, and they've been so like from day one. They've been kind of like exact, exact. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm as a family member as well. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a part of Skid Row from day one. And, uh, but I think that the guy who gives me most feedback on things is Snake. Yeah, yeah. he's kind of the leader, right? I, I wouldn't say he's the leader. I mean, every, it's a very democratic, uh, oh, definitely, yeah, yeah there's, there's no dictatorship there. Uh, but he, yeah, he's just a, I, I love that guy. He's, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, to answer your question, you know, it's very, it's very democratic. They're very down there, and I just feel like a part of the band, you know? Now, you debuted your single, The Gang's All Here. What does it feel like to do your song with Skid Row the first couple times? It's gotta be insane. Right? Surreal. Yeah, 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 surreal, definitely. I mean, I grew up listening to, to Skid Row, and I, you know, when I was, I, I wanted to become a singer. So I was trying to sing like Sebastian Bach. And that's what I did. I did that during karaoke nights, beer time, my guy over there is beer time. Um, but yeah, so it's just surreal because. You know, I, I come into the band and I start doing a new album, like straight away. I don't just have to rehearse the old songs, you know, I'm, I'm doing a new album, so it's like my voice on, on that. You know, it's it's surreal and I'm so honored. Was it easy for you to memorize the lyrics because you grew up knowing a lot of that? Absolutely. Some of the songs were easier. Uh, some of the songs, you know, when I started like rehearsing the lyrics, I realized, oh, I've misheard that lyric. You know, it's, oh, yes. that's what they're singing. Okay. <laughs> Did you ever perform any of their songs in your cover bands growing up? Yeah, I mean, the Youth Gone Wild and okay. 18 to Life, like the, the real classics. Uh, but yeah, that was pretty much it. Excellent. So we are at the Foreigner show. Is there a particular song you're looking forward to hearing tonight? I would love to hear it. That was yesterday. I just love that song. It gives me goosebumps all the time. Uh, uh, yeah, that's that's a great song. All right, one last message for your new fans. Anything you want to say to the people about what's coming? Well, I, I really hope I yeah I really hope you guys like the album. If you like the same, the first single, Gang Soul here, I can almost guarantee you that you will like the album. Uh, and I've read some of the comments. I really appreciate all the support. I've been a Sebastian fan my, myself, so. I, I know I'm, I'm not trying to, to replace anyone. I'm just trying to do a good job here, and I appreciate your support. I'm so happy to be a part of this band. Listen to the album, come to a show. I hope you like it. All right, congratulations, Eric, and good luck. Thank you very much. Thank you. Pleasure. Pleasure. Have a good night. It's no secret that many fans of Skid Row have yet to embrace any vocalist other than Sebastian Bach. Eric Gronwall, however, is a winner. 
He won Swedish Idol in 2009, which is the equivalent of the American Idol TV show. About a year ago, he also beat cancer in a rare form of leukemia. Eric Gronwall is clearly a fighter and a hard worker. I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Skid Row. And I will also be rooting for Sebastian Bach, who Eric Gronwall graciously mentioned being a fan of as well. The great thing about being a fan of music is ultimately us fans get to decide who we support. Thank you for watching and leave me a comment about what you are looking forward to in regards to Skid Row. Thank you so much. All right. Welcome to like a podcast that we do every week. What's up, Link? Um, I'm okay. Yeah, man, we do a podcast, don't we? <laughs> um, really? I just, I, I didn't know. I... Well, yeah, it went out on me. Calling me all the time. Oh, shit. I thought we were just bullshitting. Huh? And all of a sudden, there's an or there's an episode up. And I go, who the fuck put that up? Oh, wait, I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I love doing these episodes with you. You know, sometimes... Yeah, um, that's one of us. <laughs> You're a liar. If you didn't like no, me... I, <laughs> no, no, I'm, 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 I'm easy to manipulate. Really? That, I, that is a fucking lie. <laughs> God dang. I think you manipulate me more than I manipulate you. Well, yeah, I'm easy to manipulate other people. Yes, there you go. There's the truth. But but, but 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 I didn't. I I, I wasn't lying. <laughs> There's an exclusive. Lee finally told the truth. <laughs> it's like if I said, "I think you look good," and and what I meant was, "I think you look good enough for the trash can." That just, I mean, I'm lying. It just means I forgot a few words. Okay. That's cool, man. Um, Hey, this is different for us today because we usually have like well we still have six six seven episodes in the can that are going to be released mm -hmm. but uh we're doing the new skid row album and i want to release it while the iron is hot you know it came out oh wow i want to get it out today because i like so if you're listening to this oh. hey it's it's saturday the 22nd man i put a timestamp on this fucking episode all right, all right. <laughs> so you fucking know it came out today bitches <laughs> you know my my wife me too my wife goes stop calling me a bitch and i go honey i say it out of love <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, um i call everybody bitches <laughs> why should um, i be any different <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to think of like bacon infused um twicely cooked ham Kind of like that, you know. Oh, you, you, you could say, I'm good to be making a bitch. <laughs> um, or barbecue-infused, twice-cooked ham. You can say, I'm making a bitch. And, and then, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but she understands when I say, okay, shut up, bitch. And I'm laughing, and she goes, don't call me a bitch. You know I said it out of love, baby. I didn't need it in well, I mean, well, I know a few people... Um, who, if I didn't call them a bitch, they'd get very angry at me. Yeah, I like to be 
they're all men, but oh well. Well, because we're all bitchy men. <laughs> hey, man, bitch is your bitch is your calling word. You know that's your that's your thing, dude. You like to say bitch, and I, I like to hear you say bitch because that means I got well, you angry. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's like, it's like I have to I have to start being boring. That way, that way I'll get you. <laughs> well, last time you were trying to be boring, I pissed you off on an album we both liked. <laughs> Just get me go. When you start doing that, I start upping my game. <laughs> it's huh. like people not gonna, people don't want to hear this podcast. Hi, welcome to the free form, no balls podcast. I am Mark Alden Taylor, and this is Lee. Why am I getting a call on the side? Mm. Lee, what are you calling? Are you using two phones again? No, I'm just <laughs> But uh, Lee, are you there? Oh, I lost you. Let me pause this shit because uh, Lee has disappeared from my radar. You see, Lee, I was so boring. You hung up on me because I was sounding. No, like I didn't. Paint. <laughs> you, 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 you stopped. No, it, you disconnected. You know, I'm. No, a, I didn't. It disconnected. It hung up. But, but I didn't do it. Well, the fucking Skype. Fuck you, Skype. You know. But what what I was trying to say is that people don't want to hear us talk like, Hi, I am Mark Alden Taylor. And this is Lee. You know Lee. Gershman. I was going to say, Hey, it's fine with me. And everybody listening, squeeze your honey. Make sure to check to see what gender they are and then go at it. You know? Yeah. It's like, uh, like, it's like, well, remember NPR? Hi, you're listening to NPR. We got the news today. Today, President Reagan signed a new deal with Russia on nukes. And I'm going, oh my God, I'm falling asleep listening to the news. That's probably why they make up news now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, you are listening to NPR. Well, this is the Freeform fucking Rock Podcast. We ain't going to talk like bitches. Well, I might talk like a bitch. Lee may be a bitch, but... We're fucking. But rocking. I don't want us to be too much like Wayne's World. We aren't like Wayne's World. Fuck, fuck! I don't copy that fucking podcast. I don't cop. We don't copy anybody's podcast. What other podcasts would do United States of America? Let me know and tell me. Nobody, yeah, I don't know. Nobody. What other podcasts would do Fairport Point Port? Shut up! Convention. <laughs> it's the only one where you're gonna just keep screwing up that name and I was trying to make it a serious episode hey man because you know I screwed it up on on accident at first and then I figured out that triggers Lee so I kept doing it <laughs> well <laughs> hey man we gotta have some comedy on this show you know we can no we don't no we have you so you know <laughs> All right, so let's let, let's go listen to some United States of America, and let's be blah 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 blah. No, I'm joking. Ah, there you you're gone again, dude. All right, all right, man. Might be my microphone. I don't know what's going on. It keeps going in and out with you, Lee. But you're still here. And now it's all right, all right, all right. I'm here, and the gang's all here from Skid Row. We're gonna uh, yeah, pretty good segue. But we're going to do the new Skid Row album with the new singer, Eric Gronwald. Uh, did you, did, what do you think of Eric? 
you know, before we get going on this. I liked it. I, I, I mean, I like him. You know, I think he's cool. Yeah, man, I've heard, I went on his YouTube be before this album came out. He's done some Queen songs. He's done a lot of different, uh, like, styles of music, and it's really fucking cool, man. I, uh, I would, uh, I was just going to say, I do think that as a person, he's probably much easier to talk to than Sebastian. I'm not saying Sebastian wouldn't be nice, but he's got this really like overblown personality that maybe whenever they ask Skid Row if they're going to reunite with them and they say no we're good maybe it's because they know that in order to make the music they have to deal with the guy and maybe they can't stand him personality wise well personality wise uh, to the fans uh, fucking Sebastian rules but to the band they just want to fucking shoot it and kill it, man. It's like, dude, it's like he's an asshole. It's like, I think it started when he wanted to do the, he wanted to open for Kiss. He goes, come on, man, we need to open for Kiss, man. We need to open for Kiss. And then fucking he just pisses them off so much. And guess what? They opened for Kiss and he wasn't there. <laughs> he was probably so pissed off, man. It's like, he said, we got to do Kiss, man. We got to do Kiss. <laughs> you know? Yeah, they did Kiss, and it, they did it without him. <laughs> That's kind of fucked up, though. I do love Sebastian Solo, but he, he was doing those first two um, Skid Row albums, uh, the, the self-titled one, Enslaved to the Grind, in its entirety. He did Slave to the Grind, and on um, the song Get the Fuck Out, he cut out a lot of lyrics because he said they don't work for today's audience. And I go, motherfucker, the fuck? What are you, Guns N' Roses? <laughs> I go, fucking more one in a million. Keep your shit in there, man, because they're not going to cancel your ass. Just, like, stop being a bitch. <laughs> what do you think about that, him taking some lyrics out of the fucking get the fuck out? Well, I, I think that, um, well... If he's going to do that, then he might as well tone down his personality, too. But since he isn't doing that, he might as well just keep going the way he goes. Yeah, it, it's weird because uh, Eddie Trunk is friends with Sebastian, and he's friends with uh, Snake and Rachel. So it's like he's, uh, he's like on both sides, and he doesn't... But with Kiss, he said that he hates the fucking Tommy Thayer and uh, what's his... Uh, what's no, he doesn't hate them as people. No, he doesn't like them wearing the makeup. That's the only thing. Yeah, and so Kiss is like doesn't talk to him because they didn't like him saying that. Uh, I just think that's a bitch. Oh, poopy, poopy, poo, poo. That's a bitch move, man. Dang, I'm trying to get the fucking track list for this fucking album. It's not on Wikipedia. I got it. Well, I can I, I can introduce them and. Well, let me do it because I like doing it. That's the only joy I get in my life, you know? Well, then I'll let you start them. Well, I need I'll to get be the it. guy who introduces and then you can start. I'm getting it, dude. I got it. Oh, well, hey. I, I fucked up because I usually have this ready before we go, but I was drinking you don't, early. You don't type things out? I have it typed out. No, I don't type the songs. I, t I Because I'm at work. I don't have much time to sit there and freaking, uh... Well, then why we do the podcast when you're off of work? Why are you doing it at work? Are you sitting on a grill? I'm doing my notes, dude, at all my breaks. Okay, I got the track listing. I'm good. Why are you doing notes on your break? Why don't you wait until you get home and do it? 
Because I'm work. Because when I get home, my wife wants to fucking hang out, or I'm doing a fucking Mark and Jerry BS sessions, or I'm doing something else. You know, I, I got, I got to forget. I do time management, man. <laughs> it's like shit. I I keep forgetting about that. I stopped doing time management when I was twenty. Well, dude, because you don't have a job. <laughs> Come on. I I I, I got to drive an hour to work and an hour back man so on my breaks dude on my 50 on my lunch my two breaks i fucking whose fault is it that you've got a job well i have to have a job or i wouldn't have a place to live the government won't take care of me man i'm not handicapped <laughs> and uh fuck it i love i love i love paying for your rent dude it's awesome there's some people i don't <laughs> okay because you, you know why? You give back to society. So you deserve to get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I give back a lot of a lot of guff. Nah, dude, you're, you're awesome, dude. I like I like watching your pod. I'm still pissed off you did the X podcast though. I'm like, fuck! I had that in my back pocket to spring it on you to go. Oh look, Mark is smart. He picked X Los Angeles. I thought it was gonna be one of my smart picks. But that's all fucking gone now, right? No, I mean I had the album, but I, I mean I, I probably um, I, I, I don't know. I already told Charles Chariner, the ex drummer from Oasis, you fucking picked that album, didn't you? That wasn't Lee. He goes, yeah, I picked it. I go, you fucking asshole. <laughs> Huh. We're all good, dude. It was a joke, you know. Like I call you a bitch. I was fucking with Charles, you know. Charles yeah. is a good. Charles is a good. I do, yeah. Charles is a great guy, man. I can't yeah. wait till he gets his own podcast, or maybe you like, uh, you like make him co-host of your podcast. Podcast, but that ain't gonna happen because you need to be by yourself on that. Because you, need, um, you need to pick your shit. Right. Yeah, when I'm in the bathroom, I need to wipe my own butt. <laughs> of course, man. But we were talking about the gangs all here. I like Eric Gronwald, man. I think he's yeah. freaking cool. But we'll, I'll, I'll get into more opinions about his vocal, vocalizations and styles compared to Sebastian Bach. Yeah, if you want to keep this episode long and people tune out, fine, do that. Dude, shut up. <laughs> hey. right, dude, you know. I'm trying to. I can't correct what other people do on their podcast, but at least I can try and correct you. Yeah, yeah, you fucking bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alright, well, let's get into this fucking album, shall we? This okay, hurry up. This is Chop Chop. Okay, I'm not John Frashida. I can't go... Okay. You, know, you just did. You know on iTunes, they could speed up the speed of how they hear the podcast? Oh, an Apple podcast. That would be cool. They they they, they do it so that it goes by blah, 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 and that's it. Yeah, but they can speed it up where we're like talking like what anybody because I accidentally did that one time and I go fuck <laughs> why are they talking so fast oh wait I have the speed. Hey, why don't we do one where we actually do that where we just do a lot of like nonsense and then you edit it and slow it down to make it sound like we're saying words. Well, and I, then we go back on, and then we try to actually only say the words that it sounded like we were saying. Like, <laughs> hoppity hop and stop ang? Y'all, hang hop up and stop how? Like that! 
Dude, you sound like fuck. Do you speak jive from airplane? Do you know? Yeah. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Billingsley. Oh my god. All, all you younger folk out there won't get that. So go fucking watch Airplane the movie. Fuckers. You want to know what real comedy is? Watch fucking Airplane and Up in Smoke, bitches. Mm. Alright, man. Let's get into this album, shall we? We get to the first track. Hell or High Water. What do you think of this one, Lee? Oh, well, this is like the album Slave to the Grind, except maybe even better. It still has that vintage Skid Row sound, but with a good quality engineering sound that makes it sound fresh, even though it doesn't sound too modern. They managed to bring that old sound back intact, and they do it well. Good job. Well, this is what I got to think. I'm going to go into a diatribe right now. Uh, people say... Oh, Skid Row's back, but they have never been gone. Yes, Eric kicks ass, but come on, let's give some credit to Johnny Solinger's fucking last two EPs, United World Rebe Rebellion, Volume 1 and Volume 2 with Skid Row, were fucking awesome. No one gave them a chance, right? It's like, yeah, fucking Sebastian Bach isn't there. Let's fucking fuck Skid Row. Fuck Johnny Solinger. You know, they did release a crappy album with Johnny, but fucking those two last EPs with Johnny were fucking amazing, man. And I love them. And so does Dr. Fuck. You know, we both rule on that. But uh, I'm just saying, man, now we are here with Eric. Yes, he could sing the highs like Sebastian Bach, but this is my take on it. He has his own tone. And I love how he isn't trying to be Sebastian Bach clone and has his own style. Now let's get to this track. This shit rocks with a killer break, great groove. The band is showing off and I fucking love it. <laughs> right on. Man, I, it's like, it's not like fucking the dude from Journey who sounded like Steve Perry for a while. But now if you listen to the new Journey album, fucking... Arnell is sounding like himself now, and I fucking love it. I, I like it when he's, like, getting his own tone and not being a Steve Perry clone. And, and fucking wow. Eric is fucking doing it on the first fucking album. Fucking amazing, dude. I fucking give you props. Eric Grunwald, if you want to be on this podcast, come on, man. I, I know we're fucking the bottom basement of podcasts. We have our, we have our 50 loyal listeners, man, and sometimes we get 100... Well, he's from another country, and so they're usually more sympathetic to people like us. I know. So we might be able to get them on. Yeah, we're real, man. Not like the other podcasts aren't real. But fuck, we're idiots. <laughs> and people like to talk to idiots because you think seem smarter than us. But yeah, man. But Hell or High Water rules. I love it. And then we get to the next track, the title track. The first single that came off this album, The Gang's All Here. What do you think of this, Lee? This sounds like maybe they visited Ted Nugent and got a few pieces of advice from him and then went in the studio and recorded this. Another great rocker from an album that sounds like it could have been recorded back in the day. I know, it sounds like it could have been recorded back in a day, but it's fucking fresh also at the same time. It's fucking killer. It has a killer bass intro by Rachel. Love the old school gang vocals and Snake and Rachel love to write about fucking Tricky Little Vicky. You remember Tricky Little Vicky from the first album, Lee? I, only because you reminded me, but I, I didn't pay attention to the lyrics. 
Yeah, this, I, I I don't know if this is the second song and it, it, there's going to be a trilogy of Tricky Little Vicky. Oh, fuck, what, what was that? 80-something? It's like 30 years old now? Tricky Little Vicky's still out there fucking... It's like Iron Maiden Charlotte the Harlot. Yeah, it's like Tricky Little Vicky's out there still pulling tricks. I wonder if she still has teeth. <laughs> but they were talking about Tricky Little Vicky again from the Rattlesnakes Shake song. <laughs> Which is fucking cool. Are you still there, Lee? I'm hearing bum 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 bum. Uh, I'm saying yeah. Yeah, you're still here. Why is he acting like? No, 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 no. Oh fuck, man. No, 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 no. Okay, now, now I said what you thought I said. All right, man. Well, this band is shaking it loose. I want to go see them live and rock out with my cock out. Great cock rock and fucking try and get a picture. Trick, I ain't gonna fucking send a dick pic to women. That's fucking pissed. No! I'm saying try and get a picture with the group! Dude, I'd have to pay for that fucking shit. Then don't go! Oh, fuck! Go to, go, go to places where you can get pics! Fuck, I don't want dick pics, though. <laughs> I, 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 Alright, um, um, go to where women perform, and if they don't perform... Go up to the ticket counter lady and ask her for a pick. Well, I don't want to see a woman with a dick either. <laughs> well, there's a lot of them out there now, but uh, you know I. Um, well, 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 um, dick, but I'm not. Talking well, about if, if that's the case, well then, um, huh? Well, I, I'm just saying, tricky little Vicky is is like it. It's a saga, man. <laughs> like Charlotte the Hornet. This is a fucking cool yeah. song, man. I'm gonna fucking, I'm gonna do a Tommy Lee and put my small cock out there, and the women are going ew, and my <laughs> wife's gonna go, what the fuck, Mark? But I, I love this song. Mm -hmm. it, it, this is what led me to pre-order this fucking CD. Um, wow. Vinyl's fucking too expensive right now. I would have got this on vinyl, but forty bucks for a vinyl? Fuck no. Uh, Especially when CD sounds better. Nah, fuck you, Lee. <laughs> Old records. Dude, I just got the new Pink Floyd Animals remixed. It fucking a vinyl? Like it, well, it came in a box set. It had the the vinyl, the um, remix CD, and the Blu-ray surround sound remix, which I'm going to fucking connect my fucking Blu-ray player in here. Fucking listen to that shit. All right, without getting much into it, I will say that I was hearing it. And there is a difference. I, I, I won't get into the details. I'll just say I did hear a difference. Well, the drums are higher in the mix, for one thing. So that's fucking cool. And you know, I love drums. Well, okay, I'll just say that um, there's things about it that... There's things about the original I like better, but there's things about the new version that I like better. So I, I think that it's, it's either... Are you there, Lee? You locked out. You're gone. I'm here. Okay, you keep. I'm out. here. You cut out. I know you're here. Well, then, well, I, all right. Let's let's just say um, there's things about the old version I like a lot better, and there's things about the new that I like a lot better. But I will say the one thing the new version has is, is it kind of sounds like it was recorded yesterday. Yeah, you know, we need to do a review of animals so uh, you can get your take on both versions. I'll just talk about the album. <laughs> I will, too. I'm not going to... Like I said, I didn't want to go off on the 
on the on the remix stuff. All right, well, let's get to the next track. Not dead yet. What do you think of this one? Um. All right, well, another fast-paced rocking tune that, to me, could be the hit if they wanted to use it. It's like they're saying they're still vital and they're out to prove it. Good message and good song. Yeah, man, this is my favorite off the album. Fast movie kicks ass. Let's rock, bitches. Jock jams at its best. I fucking love it. And then we get to the next track, which is actually a single, and they made a video of it. It's a pretty cool video. Uh, Time Bomb, what do you think of this one? This one has a little more of a heavy metal bit of bombast to it, and it works. It could have been done by Metallica. It's a cool groove for a slow-paced song. I dig it. Yeah, man, this is like... Hold on. You didn't pick this song, did you? No, we're on Time Bomb. Okay, this the distorted guitar intro is cool, and then that funky bass and the whispering... Tick-tock, 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 blow! fucking love that shit and the yeah. fucking harmony is on this song is fantastic fucking this song fucking rules i fucking hope nate loves it oh. i sent him the album because yeah. he said give the, give give the brother give your brother the album <laughs> so i sent it to him it uh it fucking rules. yeah i love it and then we mm -hmm. get to the next song nowhere fast which you picked so here's nowhere fast on the freeform rock podcast
Okay, that was nowhere fast. What do you think of this track, Lee? Why'd you pick this it? one has a little bit of progressive metal in it, and it does the song justice. It's pretty cool, and it does for Skid Row what the 94 album did for Motley Crue, sound-wise. A cool song. Yeah, this is a really cool fucking song. I fucking love it. It's great. Fucking fast and heavy. And I wish Motley Crue could make a song like this instead of fucking a cover of Like a Virgin. What the fuck was that shit? <laughs> this is fucking great. And then we get to the next song, yeah. Re Resurrected, dude. What do you think of this one? This one is also good, but this song sounds like it's ever so slightly borrowing from some of the other songs here. So, it's still a good track to hear. But, maybe I put on one of the others first. It's not quite a 9, it's more like an 8. But it's still high up there. Yeah, man. I just wonder if this song is auto by... Biographer, whatever I'm trying to say, saying they have been resurrected with Eric. Well, all the people talking about them haven't heard this much talks about Skid Rose in over a decade. And so maybe because this album is getting so much fucking, fucking play, this song kicks ass and some tasty riffs. I love it. You know, they're I think they're talking about themselves being resurrectedly. You know, did you go out, dude? Are you there? So what I was saying, Lee, this song is resurrected. I think they like, were talking about them being resurrected with the new singer. Do you think that's what they're talking about? But uh, you're taking a drink, so we're not gonna know this question right now. Yeah. Do you think they're they're singing about resurrect? They're resurrected. I, I think that um, yeah, it sounds about right. It it sounds like that's that's what they were probably talking about. All right, now we get to the next song, When the Lights Come On, which he picked. So here's When the Lights Come On on the Freeform Rock Podcast.
That was when the lights come on. Why'd you pick this track? Tracks on the album. I like the melody and the attitude, and they play it well. Good stuff. Yeah, that's some killer matter here. They're kicking ass. Don't take my word for it. Just go listen to it. Some killer gang vocals. I'm a sucker for killer gang vocals. I fucking love this track. And then we I get to, then we get to the next song, Tear It Down, which you picked again. Two in a row. You yep. picked. Yep. So here's Tear It Down on the Freeform Rock Podcast. Persistence has got me to the blue. 
Get up, let's tear it down. Why'd you pick this song, Lee? This is like if they wanted to prove to Pearl Jam they could be better than them, and if that's what they were going for, they succeeded. It's a cool song that isn't grunge, but has a pounding, driving attitude that grunge tries for but doesn't always deliver. It's one of the better songs on here. Yeah, man. The drums are so good on this album. Nick Raskalinix yeah. always gets a great drum sound on albums. He produces this album. And this is no exception. This song is a fun fucking rocker. You know who Nick Raskalinix is, right? Only from you. Well, who is he? What did he produce that I love? Yeah, uh, well, well, you mentioned it before, but I forgot what you said, but you did say. He produced Rush, Snakes and Arrows. Yeah, okay. And, so, yeah, I remember you told me that. And then he produced Clockwork Angels, the last two Rush albums, dude. And he also produced the latest Hailstorm right, well, album. Well, well, he... Okay, well then he did a good job here. Yeah, he's a really good producer, you know. Like I told you before, Neil Peart... I'm going to pick an album by Nicky Scopolitis uh, on guitar, and you'll like that. I will? Yeah. Ginger right. Baker, you know Nicky Scopolitis? No, I don't. You, you just mentioned him! Rick... Rascalanus or whatever his I name is. Nick Rascalanix. Yeah, and I was trying to trip you up by giving someone else with a hard name. I can't even say his name right. I probably butchered the fuck out of his name, but he rules. Nick Rascalanus and Ricky. No, Nicky Scopolitis are two people. But I wanted you to. I wanted you to seem like you didn't know what I was saying. I don't know what you were saying. Oh well, then I guess. You, I'm the fool. No, you did what you wanted to do because I didn't know what you were saying. And then I ended up getting confused too, so thank you, Lee. You're welcome, Lee, you bitch. <laughs> but no, um, Nikki Scopolitis worked with Ginger Baker. All right, man. So we got Tear It Down, and then we go to the next song, October Song. What do you think of this one? I really like the melodic structure to this song. It's a little more progressive than one might give this band credit for. But they pull it out very well, and this song is really top-notch. Yeah, man. This is fucking cool. This reminds me of Quicksand Jesus of uh, Slave to the Ground. It's a ballad, but not a ballad. Love fucking Eric's tone on this one. This isn't Bach, again. His own vocal style. Not bad. Love the breakdown into the solo. Also, it is the... It is the weakest track on the album, but huh. I fucking love it. It's fucking cool. I, I, the thing I'm going to tell you about fucking the difference between Bach and Eric is that Bach had more to him than Eric does. He had more grit, oh. you know, more like to his yeah. voice. But Eric is fucking, a, he's great, man. I like Johnny Solinger too. But I think Eric will bring this band back to fucking popularity, and that fucking rules, man. You know, oh, Sebastian, right. go out and make some new solo albums, because I loved all your solo albums. And one of my tracks of the week is from right your on. first solo album. So fucking, this song rules. I like it. It's the weakest track out the song, but it fucking still rules. And then we get the oh, last right. track on the song. On the album, not song. I'm fucking drunk. World on Fire, what do you think of this? 
this is still a good song, but it sounds a little bit like they were in the studio cranking out these songs, so they came up with this, so they could have a tenth song. Some of it sounds influenced by Van Halen's song On Fire, but I like this song better than the Van Halen song, even though I like other songs on here better than this one. But it's still a decent tune, not the very best, but still good. Yeah, man. This album ends with a banger. This is a song you could really hear Eric. It's not a clone, and not screaming, and just singing like fucking Sebastian Bach. This is more of a Don Dawkins style vocals huh. on this song. Good album ender, but it would be better, a better Dawkins song than a Skid Row song to me. Okay, I, 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 I can hear that. Yeah, man, I, I'm just saying this would be great for Don if he could sing anymore. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I, I think that it's probably one of the weaker tracks on here, so it would probably be one of the better tracks on a Dawkins album. Oh, thank you. I love Dawkins, though. <laughs> yeah, well, um, yeah, well, um, I like this sound better. Now, we need to do Tooth and Nail. Have we done Tooth and Nail with Dawkins yet? Um, that wasn't on my list. I'm gonna let you do the list pick next time, but we got an, we got what we're doing coming up later. Yeah, yeah that, um, be seven weeks. I, I, I find Dokken to be kind of like, um, you heard one, you heard them all. No, dude! They're all different. Well, that's, that's because you grew up later where you didn't know the difference between stuff. Dude, I'm so only for you, five years um, younger than you, um, man. There's, there's, five there's, uh, years. Come on. There's, there's, yeah, yeah, five years, and, and there's 20 years of music gap. Dude, I'm five years younger than you. <laughs> we, huh? We agreed on this album, basically. Why are you telling me this when I'm trying to get angry at you? Because I don't... <laughs> well, get angry at me. Give me the no, fucking... No, I'm not... Well, 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 I'm fine, but I'm not angry. That's great. I but I'm, 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 I'm just saying... But why ruin it by mentioning doing another Dawkins album that's like you ate 20 slices of pizza in a row and then someone wants you to review a new pizza place. Why can't they understand that you might instead want to review a spaghetti place instead? Hey, you know what I mean? We could Dude, I gave you a list of albums and uh, this is one I went off of that list hey, uh, we don't have to you can go on the list man because there's a lot of gr we we need to do a Jimi hendrix album seriously yeah. man seriously. i'm just saying that um when it comes to docking you're you're more like the big guy who will just scrunch up food and eat it and not worry about the taste because it all tastes good as long as it's steak and it's cooked on the grill. Dude, Dawkins, and, and, and Dawkins had some bad albums. You're the only one who picked a Dawkins album on here. I know I did, but what I mean is <laughs> one is enough. No! We need to do fucking Back for the Attack and fucking Underlock and Key. Oh, no! Yes! I hate that. Well, I don't hate it, but... <laughs> some, of that, some of that stuff just sounded tired. Like, it sounded like... Okay sounded like what I heard before. 
I want to do an interview with Mick uh, Twalkins Watkins on fucking uh, his band Wild Ride. You know, they're fucking awesome. Dog. That would be better. That'd be cool, man. But he loves do he likes to rock with Dawkins. You know, rocking with Dawkins. Well, uh, then we don't always have to mention that group to him because I, I want the interview to go well. <laughs> All right, man. But let's get let's, that was our album of the that was our review, not album review of uh, fucking Skid Row. The gang's all here, and uh, we suggest you go buy it or uh. stream it. What yeah, I there, suggest man? you stream it. I suggest you buy it. Give them some. No, money. I, I suggest you stream it. Fuck. Well, Eric Grunwald didn't get that fucking Slave to the Grind fucking self-titled album money. Come on, man. Give him some money. You know, um, yeah. um, give them PayPal, you know, whatever. <laughs> All right, man. So we get to our tracks of the week. And you picked uh, Deep Purple, Hungry Days. Great song from fucking Deep Purple, man. Fucking love it. Yeah. And then I, I picked uh, Sebastian's Bach solo track, uh, American Metalhead. Did you hear it, Lee? Not yet, but by, I, I will. A lot of people love the first Sebastian Bach. So, um... I love them all because I'm a. Fan. I'll actually listen to it, be, but, but you know, yeah, I'll I'll probably listen. I, I I need to do some shopping after we do this in the Zoom episode. I, I already did some shopping for baked beans, but there's a few other things that I need to get at the store that's closer, and you know, I'll I'll listen to the Sebastian Bach while my beans are cooking. All right, man, and then we get to your track of the week. Your track. Thanks. Yeah. That's it. Just thanks. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Thanks. Yeah. All right, man. Yeah. Let's, get, let's get the fuck out of here and stop boring people. Say goodbye. Thank you later. for saying that. I didn't want to be the one to keep saying it. <laughs> thanks. 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 No, I, I mean the boring. Oh, we're not boring. I'm just saying we don't want to fucking go on too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you for saying that. All right, say goodbye, bitch. Okay, bye-bye.
for the best of rock and heavy metal and some Duran Duran. <laughs> Just joking. Where am I? Tune into thatmetalstation.com every Tuesday night to hear the Freeform Rock Show. 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, only on thatmetalstation.com. You have just listened to the Freeform Rock Podcast. All music played on the Freeform Rock Podcast belongs to its owner. If you like it, go out and buy it. Get your music on Amazon, iTunes, or at your local record store. Support what you love. Support the artist by seeing them live. Purchase their music. The Freeform Rock Podcast is not affiliated with any of the artists or music that we play. Thank you for listening to the Freeform Rock Podcast. We'll see you on the next episode. Until next time, stay free and rock on.